Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. William sent me notes and Steve, check it out. Disney's got some legal issues. From businessinsider.com, Grace Dean wrote this. Disney is being sued by annual pass holders who say the company has reduced their access to its Florida theme park. And uh, we hear stories about this from time to time where people buy a lifetime pass or a year-long pass or something that says from this point forward you're going to have so much that you can do with this pass. And the question is, what happens if they change the terms of that pass after you've bought it? (laughs) And it always causes trouble, not the least of which is in a general contract setting, if you and I enter into a contract and I give you something and you pay me for it, I can't later come back, oh, I want to change what I gave you. But I want to keep your money. I just want to change what I gave you. And most people immediately go, that's wrong. That's (laughs) obviously wrong. But... The other question then is, what if the pass that they give you contains language saying that they can change it in the future and all kinds of other issues? But holders of Disney World annual passes aren't able to visit the park as freely as they could before the pandemic. And that, of course, is now being litigated in a class action lawsuit that makes that claim. Two Disney World pass holders sued Walt Disney Parks and Resorts on October 18th claiming that Disney changed the conditions of its annual passes during the pandemic and no longer gives them enough access to the parks, including seemingly restricting which days they can visit. Disney changed the park entry system at Disney World in Florida to control capacity at the start of the pandemic. As well as having a valid ticket to get in, visitors also had to reserve a spot with owners of the most expensive passes being limited to three days of reservations at a time, but that's now been raised to five. But that's if you've got a platinum or a platinum plus pass. The lawsuit claims this resulted in a severe restriction on them when they could visit the parks and what was a wholly different agreement than what was in their original contract. For example, if someone were to reserve five days at Disney World next spring, They wouldn't be able to visit between now and then. Pass holders thought the reservation system would be only temporary because they had not been subjected to the system before the pandemic. Park hopping was also restricted after lockdowns ended. While prior to the pandemic, annual pass holders could swap between Disney World's four Florida parks without restriction. The option was removed entirely between May and December 2020, amid capacity limits. Since 2021, visitors can now only park hop after 2 p.m. each day. So you got to stay in the park you're in until 2 o'clock, then you can hop. The lawsuit also claims that Disney has seemingly introduced restrictions on how many Platinum and Platinum Plus pass holders can visit parks on certain days, unlike the two lower-priced annual pass tiers, which are merely gold and silver. The Platinum and Platinum Plus passes come with no blackout dates, which are busy days where you can't get entry with your pass. On some days, Platinum and Platinum Plus pass holders can't reserve slots even though there are single-day passes available, according to the lawsuit. So kind of said, hey, if we hadn't bought this pass and relied on it, we could have just gotten in the other way. But we can't use our pass to get in, so we're blocked out. Disney has effectively subjected Platinum Plus passes and Platinum passes to blockout dates because the pass holders are subject to days and times in which their passes cannot be used. 
So lawsuit claims that Disney is unfairly favoring single ticket or multi-day ticket holders to make a larger profit, according to the lawsuit. And of course, the other thing is, obviously, that if they sell you a pass for the whole year, they've got your money for the entry fees, right? So when someone else comes along and says, I want in for one day, well, you want to accommodate that person because they've got more money. The, the, the pass you've already sold, you've got that money already, but you can't get more money out of them, but you can get more money out of this person. The lawsuit accuses Disney of breach of implied contract, breach of the implied covenant of good faith and fair dealing, and unfair and deceptive trade practices. Now, interestingly, it does not say breach of contract. It says breach of implied contract. And I don't know if they're simply saying, well, it wasn't a contract in the sense that there's a piece of paper labeled contract. And, you know, part of the first part declares this, part of the second part declares it. And so maybe they're saying that when you buy a ticket for something, it's an implied contract, but it's actually a contract. But it depends on how you plead it, what state you're in, and so on. So I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just curious if there's an issue there with contracts or not. They say breach of the implied covenant of good faith and fair dealing. If you want to see a place where that pops up, that also pops up in the Uniform Commercial Code. But the UCC generally, the sections that I talk about, involve the sale of goods. And pass for entry to Disney World would not be the sale of goods. However, the implied covenant of good faith and fair dealing says that you can hold somebody liable if they deal with you and you enter into a contract with them and they deal with you in bad faith. So uh, if somebody knows that they're not going to honor some kind of pass here, but they sell it to you knowing that, then they may have been dealing with you in bad faith. Likewise, if they know there's a possibility that down the road they don't disclose it, that could be it. Or knowing that it's possible they can do this and get away with it could also theoretically be bad faith. And the unfair and deceptive trade practices is probably a reference to state law. And in many states, there are the Unfair and Deceptive Trade Practices Acts. Michigan had one called the Consumer Protection Act, MCL 445-901, ETSEC. But it's no longer any good because our Supreme Court said it didn't make any sense and threw it out after being on the books for 20 or 30 years. Uh, but some states have got them. And among other things, it'll simply say that if you fail to live up to the promises you made, it's a violation of that act. And so that's probably the strongest claim they've got here. Because quite often, those are designed to protect consumers, and they're written fairly liberally in that sense. And they're often interpreted that way as well by courts. So the lawsuit says, Disney has abused a global pandemic to take advantage of its Platinum Pass holders and Platinum Plus Pass holders, even after the threat of the pandemic has subsided. Uh, the lawsuit says that the passes do not even resemble the original agreement. Disney's conduct is a predatory business practice aimed at exploiting the customers who support it the most, its annual pass holders. Disney told Orlando Media Outlet News 6 that it had been upfront with pass holders about changes to their tickets and offered them the flexibility to opt in or opt out of the program early in the pandemic, including refunds if they desired. Now, that's an interesting point. If they offered you a full refund, would that make you whole? And you could always argue and say, no, I entered into this bargain with them because they made me an offer. I looked at the offer and I thought, hey, that offer will benefit me. I will pay for it because to me it's worth more 
than the money I'm going to give them. Otherwise, I wouldn't buy it. Oh, that's supposed to be worth exactly the money. But, so they make you this offer. You say, I'm going to take it, and you give them the money. So you're now looking forward to the benefit of the bargain you just struck. And they say, oh, we've changed our minds. Here's your money back. Is that a proper remedy? Because it might not be. And so they're saying, well, we offered refunds. That might not be enough. This lawsuit mischaracterizes the program and its history, and we will respond further in court, they added. Disney scrapped the Platinum Plus, Platinum, Gold, and Silver Passes in September of 2021, replacing them with four new tiers of passes. (laughs) So they're no longer Platinum Plus, Platinum Gold, Platinum, Silver, whatever, uh, but they've got different names. Sales of the new passes are currently paused, though existing pass holders can renew their tickets. Disney World has also put up prices and has scrapped or started charging visitors for some services that were once free, like shuttle buses from the airport and parking for guests of the resort. And that's the thing I know, and I'll I'll admit I've never been to Disney World. I've never been there. I've been to Disneyland, but I know it's different. never been to Disney World. And I've never been to any of those theme parks. I'm not a big theme park, amusement park, roller coaster kind of guy. And no, I don't want to go on the ride of the Pirates of the Caribbean because I saw the movie. No. Okay. And I understand that the ride came first. I understand that. Okay. My point is, I'm not so horribly into those that I've ever said, you know, I really need to get a purple platinum plus pass and go down there and spend like a week. Never, never felt that urge. But I know people who do. I know people who go there, and, and they'll plan an entire vacation around that. And, and so I know people who go onto the internet and look at the website, and they're pricing out all this stuff. And they go, okay, so we go there for so many days, and we buy this pass, and, and we get these things thrown in. We can go do this and do this and do and that. And, and so there are people out there who live for this stuff, and, and great. So Disney has got a product that they're selling that people want to buy. And so they can sell it all day long, apparently, which is good for them. But the problem always boils down to what were you promised at the time you entered into the contract? That's always the question. And the second question is, the contract that you entered into, if it's not a document, like I said, labeled contract, uh, it's often simply that you gave them money for something and they gave you something in exchange and you were induced to do so by advertising. And the question then is, did you actually save copies of the ads? And so I tell people all the time, they'll say, Steve, I bought a vehicle off of Craigslist and the guy told me X, Y, Z. And I go, did he tell you that verbally or was it, was it in the ad? Oh, it was in the ad. Did you save a copy? And some people say, yes, I did. Some people say, no, I didn't. And so if you're going to rely on an ad someplace, uh, the question is, do you still have a copy of it? Now, obviously, Disney will have a copy of this. So during this litigation, the attorneys for the class can send over a request to produce and say, we want copies of all the advertisements that you guys ran promoting these various passes you have. And what do those ads say? And the question is going to be, what's in the fine print? And uh, I'll tell you right now, I see ads on TV all the time. They put an ad on TV, especially for cars in Detroit, and it'll say things like, you know, you can get this car for nothing down and $39 a month. And then there's a block of text at the bottom, which if you blew it up, would still be small. And, and unless you got extremely good eyesight or you can pause it 
you can't read that or understand what's in it because it's on the screen. So boom, it just disappears. Okay. Now something in print will last longer. The question is, do you have access to that? So what I'm really wondering is, and this is going to boil down to, is if you go back and read the ads that most people would have seen to let them know about this, and I'm talking mainly web pages, I'm guessing. So if you went to the Disney World website and it said, here's the pass and here's what's included, okay, that web page is going to have pretty much everything on it that's going to be what this lawsuit hinges on. And so it's going to say, here's what you get. And I'm going to be surprised if somewhere on there it doesn't say, oh, and by the way, these things can all be changed in the future. So you might say, Steve, then do they lose? Well, the question is, you assume the changes will be reasonable, right? Obviously, they couldn't say, for instance, the day after you buy the pass, we can cancel it and keep your money. I mean, that wouldn't be reasonable. And so the changes, if they're legal, would have to be reasonable on some level. So we'll have to see what happens, but that's the argument. They're saying that they changed the terms of these passes after people spent a ton of money on them. So Disney's being sued by annual pass holders who say the company has reduced their access to its Florida theme park and in essence changed how valuable those passes are compared to what these people thought they were buying. So Grace Dean wrote that for the businessinsider.com. William sent it. We'll see what happens. Questions, your comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. It's never too late to have a happy childhood.